Thanks so much for downloading the Have A Word podcast. We really appreciate it. This is the public episode. goes out every Monday. Did you know we do an extra episode? comes out every Wednesday. It's the Patreon exclusive. So to become a patron, to essentially subscribe to the podcast, you can do it from as little as £3 a month. Once you signed up, you will get the early release of the public episode. At least 24 hours early, you'll get to watch it in video form. You can also get discounts on merch, discounts on future live shows. There's loads of extra little weird stuff we put on there. But the big one is the extra episode every week in video and audio form it's like an hour and a half long recently and it's some of our favorite podcasting it's sponsor free we don't have adverts on it it's just me and adam really letting it loose because it's just for the patrons it doesn't go out on the normal internet and honestly we've looked around at what other comedians and other podcasts are putting out on their patreon this is one of the best deals in a patreon game for the equivalent of basically buying me or adam a pint to say thanks for the pod you get all of this shit sign up at patreon Patreon.com slash have a word pod. Really appreciate it. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? When she picked up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. Disgusting! She'll be like, hello. What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it. What I'm doing? So nothing. Coming to you from the soon-to-be world-famous Havaward Studios, hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancon, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl, with full HD video episodes on YouTube. Cha! Upset me! Don't be a rat. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend. It's the one and only Havaward. <laughs> So you were saying you hate Runcorn and you want to move the studio to somewhere more palatable. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, Runcorn! Wasn't saying that. Just saying it looks like your town planner had a stroke mid-town plan. <laughs> it looks like he's going, and I put a railway station there, and, <clears throat> and then just fucking went everywhere. It's mental. If it does feel like the, the place Liverpool has sent all its unwanted people, to me right yeah, like we've said I've said this before the, the least attractive people in the world live in Rancorn yeah it's a weird town man it's, a, it's honestly a weird and there's some nice houses but I know they're mega cheap <laughs> you know that type of vibe when you look at a house you go that's a nice house I bet that's worth nothing yeah because <laughs> you must you must look at Rancorn and be like listen what am I going to do yeah. I do two bed flat in North yeah. London or am I going to do this fucking hospital that I could just <laughs> yeah, buy yeah. and live in like a king yeah yeah but yeah. in Roncorn, yeah, you're the king of sand at that when point, I, isn't it? Whenever I tell a, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I tell a comic in London what I pay, so I live on my own in a three bedroom house in Liverpool, mm. and I pay less than most comics play for a fucking cupboard in a house shared. It's crazy. In actually, but then, but then it's the same thing of like you know, like not Liverpool ain't bad. I'm not shitting on Liverpool by any stretch of imagination, but it's not London, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that I'd rather live in Liverpool, me though. Yeah, because you know, 
even though we, yeah, of course, with that accent, though, we're, like, we're made out. Like, you know, that's obviously a voice of a guy who wants to live in Liverpool. No, I like up north. I think I lived in Manchester and that. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, it's a nice, it's a nice town. I'd live here again, but. You know, for what you're paying in London, it isn't. I, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm born and raised London. I'm starting to think it's not worth it. Yeah, where's your option then? Not if it's not Runcorn. If where not would Runcorn. we? I'm not going to do London anymore. What are you going to do? What <laughs> are you going to? Yeah, yeah. Or I just, or I just go somewhere wild and shit. Just go Switzerland. Fuck it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just circuits yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Ma- oh, Amsterdam. I think back in Amsterdam once when I was like about 24. I thought about going to Amsterdam, but I realized for me to pay rent, I would have to fly back to England five days a week. There are comics that do that, not from Amsterdam. Because I think you, lives in I think Paris, you, I think you might miss a few flights if you live in Amsterdam. Like I've got a weekend in Edinburgh, but I fucking missed it by six days. <laughs> Damn you, Amsterdam, with your local produce. Yeah, Ian Moore he, lives in Paris, doesn't he? And he commutes back he and li- forth. He lives. He doesn't live in Paris. He yeah, lives he, in like he, he lives in like a farmland yeah. in in, Par- in um, Paris in France. Like he lives out there. It's not even like he lives in metropolitan. I can area. imagine you living in Amsterdam. You yeah. love Amsterdam. You love the comedy club there, don't you? Too, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. But then, but I can only play there maybe once or twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> and that doesn't pay. <laughs> like you that know. wouldn't even pay my rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, I do a gig there, a gig there, and it's forty grand. Like it's you know, it's just yeah. club money. Yeah, and if you think money. industry don't come to Liverpool and Runcorn, they're probably not coming to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but um, up north, I, th- I think Manchester's the only one. I couldn't live in Birmingham. No, Manchester's good like Birmingham. for you, like under normal circumstances for UK comedians, because it's it's actually right in the middle of the whole country. If you include Scotland as the country, yeah, which, which we shouldn't because they're independent. <laughs> but the- <laughs> not yet. It's coming though. It's right. It's so easy to get to everywhere. Everywhere is like two hours away, innit? Well, I lived in Manchester for ten years, and it was handy as fuck. I only pussied out just because I got old and wanted to be like, oh, I want a garden. But it is, and it you've is. Now moved to one of the only cities in the UK that doesn't have a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But I'm forty, 40 minutes away from every gig in the northwest, aren't you? That's the thing. If you live in the northwest, really, like London is so sprawling and so difficult to get round. Apart from like, obviously, there's the underground and everything. But if you lived in Runcorn. You're as handy for Liverpool, Manchester, all of the gigs in the Northwest as you would be living in any part of London, getting to gigs in London. It's like, that's the trade-off, isn't it? As long as you've got a fucking car, yeah, but you can get all around the Northwest really easy. It's quality of life though, isn't it? Because <laughs> like, you could get Seven to a Seven bedroom house no, I get that, for I get 300 that, I get that, quid a month. But it's like you're, you know, just to get to gigs in the Northwest. <laughs> like, I know. Like, oh yeah, I could get to a gig in Chester. Fuck get into a gig of yeah. Chester, you want to live in London yeah. with all this culture yeah, I yeah, can yeah. make Warrington in 23 minutes <laughs> For come 20, on Jamali yeah. think about it and it's 20 minute gig and I don't really want a gig in Warrington anyway right. <laughs> if you move to Manchester you fucking will my friend yeah, you'll be like Warrington you'll be doing all of the shit Northwest comedy like who's drinking when I lived in Manchester I couldn't get any work in the Northwest did you start really? in Manchester no, I started in London but I moved to Manchester because I heard there was all this gig in the Northwest and nobody wanted to book me. So I kept on having to get the train back from London. So you were no, commuting back to from London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get London what? gigs. To do weekend spots at Comedy Caf. What? Why yeah. weren't you getting oh, work? I loved the caf, you know. Did you do the Comedy Caf? Never done the Comedy Caf. No, Faulkner. He was ah. crazy, man. Yeah. He was he's a legend. He's like an Irish I, well, I've guy. mentioned him on the podcast before, on the very first Steph episode. So right now we're talking about Noel. I can smell his breath. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he had Real. a very distinctive... But he, he had a bit of a click. 
He's done too many drugs and he was just a bit. No, he's born dead like sound. That, yeah, yeah, born like that. Yeah, he's got, was he? Um, he's got, what's it called? What's the thing with Tourette's? Was he really? Yeah, yeah Tourette's. I yeah. thought it was a drug thing. No, 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 it's Tourette's. Tourette's. <laughs> oh, I bet he did do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he done like. Because he, he didn't. I, I don't want to speak his thing, but I, I think it's out there. He used to do like. Um, he got kicked out of America or some shit for. He was doing drug running or some shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's like, a, he's like a boat guy. That's not a good thing to. When you've got Tourette's, yeah, you yeah. don't think <laughs> drug running. You know, when you've got like nine kilos of cocaine in the back of a car, be like, yeah. fuck, coke, coke, fuck, yeah. shit. Yeah, like yeah. he was a good dude, man. I remember he used to. He's, he was a mad guy. I remember one time, I he booked me for weekends, and I didn't have twenty minutes. And I said to him, "I've only got forty minutes." Where he goes, "Well, you better sort it out. You're on next." And I came back the next week. <laughs> Get your pad out. Yeah, Get, yeah, yeah. Quick six minutes. And I came back the next week, and I was like, "You know what? I think I've got a twenty now." He goes, "Good, you're closing." <laughs> they made me close. Oh gigs. my god! And I, I love like, shit like that though. Like I was. Like <laughs> he booked me, so I'd emailed like everyone. I was trying to get London gigs without ever doing the open mic circuit in London. And I had a couple. I'd, I got in top secret quite early. I got really lucky with how I got in there. But I emailed him and was like, and I sent this full, when you start out, you send this full fucking life sort of email, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I started I here. Won, yeah, I, I, I won the off. flying pig competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can wear shoes really well. And I know places and colours. It's really like, I got to the good. clap off of Barry Chuckle Hunt's <laughs> gong show last week. And his massive life story. And he replied and said, I like people from Liverpool. Scousers are funny. Yet you're in. And he put me in for a weekend just because I was Scouse. Yeah, and he would do stuff. I mean, one time I was there and someone was talking about shitting on stage and he goes, ah, he goes, he'll never work my club again. And I go, why? He goes, because he's talking about shitting. You don't talk about shitting in my club and he's wearing blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I'm wearing blue jeans. And he goes, yeah, but it's different. <laughs> so that was his logic and that was it. And it's so, yeah, so <laughs> funny when you, when you don't like someone's comedy or them, how you just find just reasons to yeah, be yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah. with them. But as soon as you like someone, you're like, yeah, he just pooed on the stage, but that closing bit's fucking great. <laughs> One of the few, like we've talked a lot about comedy on the 90 odd episodes we've done this we haven't really delved into the the world of fucking crazy promoters because there's so many promoters who are just a bit fuck Noel's one of them one of my favourite clubs which is the one I see you at the most now is Top Secret Comedy Club in oh, London yeah, which you've mentioned Mark's amazing but he's fucking mental this is how who, who runs it? Mark Rothman isn't it his right. name and he okay. compares it he does the bar <laughs> always always the sign the first sign of the mental promoter isn't it like I don't need a compare <laughs> I'll come well, pay you like okay he, he started the club to get gigs because no him. one was booking him I and like it's it. now grown into one of the best comedy clubs in the fucking world he does the bar he shoes the smokers away from his door he does the sound he does the voice he does everything Mark's like he builds he builds shit in there as well like he built the toilets yeah he's <laughs> like that yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, you know like Binti at Hot Water yeah it's like if Binti compared and did the bar he's, he's like Bugs Bunny he's and like he's everywhere you seen that episode of Friends where it's like first big Alan you know that it, like he's just all like you look everywhere he like he's on the bar on, he wears a hat at the bar he wears, you know what I'm saying it's like <laughs> yeah, he's always yeah, like yeah. a different <laughs> character yeah yeah but I got into Top Secret when it was in the Africa Centre which oh, yeah, was its yeah. first venue what there's a, a place in London in Covent Garden called the Africa Centre and they had a room in there <laughs> um, what a random place to start I was in London to do a tryout at Sway for Jonglers, right? And I just walked past Top Secret and I was like, I was popping my head in, say that I'm a comic. I was in like two years in. I was like, I'll just say I'm a comic and uh, just wondering how to get spots. So I popped my head in and went to, hey, mate, you're all right. I'm Adam, I'm a comedian. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, move out the way. And I was like, what? And he goes, I've got customers, just get in. So I was like, 
right? And then it, <laughs> it, it, he cleared the queue, and I went, "Yeah, so nice to meet you. My name's Adam. I'm a comic." He went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, so, uh, have I booked you? And I went, "No." And he went, "Oh, so why are you here?" And so I was just coming to introduce myself, and I'm doing jonglers tonight around the corner. He went, "Are you doing jonglers?" Oh, do you want to get on? <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, go on then." So before I went and did jonglers, I just accidentally did this gig at Top Secret, and then I I had a really good gig, and he came up and he went, "Send us your dates. What have you got?" And he got his laptop out, and he's like, "Yeah, so when do you want to come back?" And I was like, uh, "In three weeks." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So, by the way, if you're a, a young comic trying to make your way in the game, that's not usually how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like, "Oh, that's what I've been doing wrong." I've been emailing people. What I'll do is just turn up, be like, "Hi, hi, comedy yeah, store. Can like I get that. on?" Yeah, it's just mad. I. I love that story, and I and I, and I love the fact you you want a gig for gigs like the Glee, which is very professional. The store very professionally run, but you love the nutcases. The nutcases make it exciting. Like that guy, yeah, he's it obviously sounds a bit mental, but he's got one of the most successful clubs in the country, and that shit's adorable, isn't it? And his his stairway, if you go down the stairs to get into the top secret, now it's just every photo on the wall is like a huge celebrity that's played it. So like Jamali's on the wall. There's like it gets better from there. Huge, <laughs> huge. It gets man. better from there. Don't worry. And all the other people who turned Jamali. up and said hello. Yeah, it, get, it gets better from there. Don't worry. It does. It's a better list than There's that. John Bishop, Child, Amy, Amy Schumer, Jack Amy Schumer, Jill Eliza Shelsinger, Michelle Wolf. Like they've had everyone drop in, and occasionally, like I've turned up there before to close and gone. Who's been on? And they've gone. Oh, Paul Child opened Jack Whitehall's just in the middle. Have a good gig, right? <laughs> okay. You, but one night. So this is. He just if someone's in town from America, he wants them on the wall. So do you know who TJ Miller is? He's have know. you seen Deadpool? Yeah. You know the bartender? Yeah. So that's TJ Miller. He's a right. stand-up. Yeah. So he goes to be I'm due to close and he goes, right, TJ Miller wants to come down, it's Jack Whitehall's mate. So he's put him in touch and he's gonna uh, go on after you've closed. We're just gonna say, Oh, we've got a special guest. So just do ten minutes and wrap up. And then we'll get TJ because he'll be here in a minute. So just get you on. You do ten, and then TJ got it. So I go on stage and I get ten minutes in. And I go right, guys. That's just my time. And from the back, he goes, "No, he's not coming." <laughs> I just had to carry on. <laughs> I, take the back out. I was like, "Oh, he's not coming." They were like, "Who was it?" I was like, "I can't tell you that now." What, were people were people excited that you were staying longer, or were they just sort of ambivalent about? I think they were sort of like, "Oh, we, we were sort like we, we enjoyed you, mate, but we yeah. were done." <laughs> <laughs> I made that happen uh, something similar I remember I was in Switzerland right and uh, and I, it was with Elliot still and uh, he opened he done well and I went on I meant to do an hour and I've got I've died on my ass. it's just horrible how many minutes in have you called I done, I done maybe 35 oh that's and a I, valiant yeah, death and I it? said you know what <sighs> let's just wrap this up you know they ain't liking it I come off stage and the promoter's like you know what you ran a little bit under time I'll bring you back on right so he oh. goes on stage <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he goes on stage and he goes, you know what? Something happened with Jamali's watch, but he's going to do a little bit more time for you guys. And everyone's like, what? And they had to go back on and do another 25 minutes of to, to death. Why did he want that though? Fuck no, because he's like, they're, they're the old school thing of time is very important. It's no matter what the show is, as long as you do your time. Because yeah. I think they think you're shortchanging their money if I don't do a time. Yeah, yeah. non-comedy people think like that. Yeah. Corporate gigs yeah, think yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got this money; it's a lot of money. Why not do fifty minutes to our bunch of cunts yeah, at this company? You're like yeah. that's the worst. They time, don't even time, want any time comedy. Doesn't equate uh, quality. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's yeah. what the show is. I mean, you could do it. Like I think sometimes having this a good ten minutes is better than having a, a mediocre hour. Oh, totally. You know, there's watching um, it. You know, Bobby Mayer 
So Bobby, <laughs> he won't mind me saying this, and I'll text him if, if and, and double check. But he told me so. He got a bit of telly a few years ago. I love Bobby. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking you know proper did, you comic. Know, you know, know I did antique roadshow with Bobby Mayer. Did you not know about Fuck that? Off. Did you not know about that? If I'd have been asked to guess what was coming out of Jamali's face, <laughs> did you know about that shit? Bro, that was so fucking funny. Was man. it like celebrity or yeah, was this yeah, just no, oh. no, 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 no? They were just me and Bobby you Mayer. Just no, 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 no. They, uh, I got booked for it. They asked me, do I want to do it? And my agent was like, you know, it, 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 this came up, but you know, and he was telling me more. It's like, isn't this funny? And I was like. Okay, and they said I can pick who I want to be with, and I said, "Well, I have to do it with Bobby Mayer, isn't it?" Oh yeah, because watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I thought I have to, but and they were Jamali, like, do you think your future audience buying like <laughs> pay, <laughs> ticket buying audience are from Fantix Roadshow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love agents like Jamali. This is perfect for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Songs of praise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he wasn't even like. He was like, "Look, I know you don't want to do this, but it's just he was telling me more like, isn't this funny that they asked you to do it?" Yeah. Type thing. Because he goes, "I know you won't do it," and I was like, "I'll only do it if I can do it with Bobby Mayer." Oh, amazing. And they they said yeah and Bobby Mayer Bobby nearly made my expert cry so hang on but not like Antiques it, Roadshow or Bargain Hunt because Antiques Roadshow is stuff you've found in your house no. oh yeah it's just not Antiques is it bar it's not Bargain Hunt is Bargain Hunt the one where you did you have to go around and find stuff and yeah, then but not from the car boots out we had to do it from antique shops Oh, oh! You know what I'm talking about under the hammer. No, what's it called? Oh, there's going to be people going something roadshow, something roadshow, isn't it? It was celebrity antiques road, trip. celebrity antiques road trip, celebrity antiques road trip. Out there, yeah. We go. And I did it. And so it's basically like the same. It's they're all the same premise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but antiques roadshow is the most stuffy. Yeah. I honestly, when you said antiques roadshow, I was like, what? It's yeah. like to do, to do. I've got a vase. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it might be worth a hundred and fifty pounds. Like, oh, I'll just in my head, I was like, how are you turning up? Right, bruv yeah, I, <laughs> I came with a knife and a bong. Yeah, <laughs> I've got his North North Face jacket. I can't be asked putting on I've eBay. I got these Supreme Crepes. What you say? <laughs> I got these Supreme Crepes. No, but yeah, so uh, we did it, and Bobby was oh, Bobby was so funny, and Bobby kept on calling my expert uh, Radio Four. <laughs> I kept on taking a piss at Radio Four, and it was and she what can she what can she say to him? He's just mad, isn't it? And my expert kept getting mad at me because she would say, oh, for the TV show, don't you want to buy this lovely uh, Rhodesian vase? And I was like, yeah, I just want to buy this knife. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I want to buy this. And I bought a Robocop toy. <laughs> That actually made money, surprisingly. Ah, fuck yeah, you, yeah. And, everyone, and everyone was like, this is not going to make money. And I was like, yeah, I will spend 50 pounds. And it made like 100. And then the other thing I bought, she had this lovely chair. And she was like, oh, don't you want this lovely chair and I was like now nah, I want that and it was a clothes it was a, a coat hanger that was made from rowing oars and it was fucking horrific and she was like are you you want to buy and I said yep what did you buy that? that what did you buy that for oh I must have spent like 150 quid on how that. much like, did it sell for I think it sold for like 125 oh that's not bad but like I didn't do too bad because the things I bought were so out there that the either the people really wanted it or they hated it do you know what I'm saying it was like business. a really weird uh, the profit yeah. you made was that going to charity I think so. But you just didn't give a no, fuck. No, I didn't give a fuck. But what are they I getting comedians on? Fucking antiques. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I think you should buy this. I think you should know more about comedians, yeah, dickhead. Yeah. And it's just like, it was just a real weird booking choice. And, there's, and even like the people who were doing the show, like the producers, they were just like, uh, you could tell they were kind of just like, why, why is he here? <laughs> like, you could tell they were just like, okay. I do feel like you are yeah. as far away as possible as who the target of the Antiques Roadshow is. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe they were like, we've got all mm. the old 
Brexit voting white women. Yeah, so they want to. Now we need market. some young black men to watch it. Yeah, it's where diversity really, really bites in the ass. Yeah, I'm bringing them over. No, I, I, I think what happened was is that they were like, you know, someone said in a meeting, we, we need to make it young. We need to. <laughs> Who's the young guy? Jamali, he wears baseball caps. That's him. And then, you know, I, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. I think it was a, I think it was just someone in the meeting went, we just need a thing. And it went too far. <laughs> and then they probably asked me to be like, oh, we don't really want to do this, but let's just ask him. He will say no. And they didn't go like, I didn't go, all right, Bobby Mayer. Ma- imagine if it there. fucked up all your tour shows for like a good year every time you were like what's happening like yeah, Manchester yeah. like oh, hello yeah, yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. you on Antiques Roadshow yeah, funny, well that man. happened a little bit to Paul Sinner didn't it because Paul Sinner's quite sort of oh bro I've seen but he's quite rough on stage and he's you know he's he's a, a lot of gay jokes a lot of gay jokes a lot of dick jokes a lot of Asian jokes about oh, his parents yeah. and stuff and then there's these old women who just I seen him on the quiz show on like TV one at five o'clock and I love him and then he's like yeah I love fucking men I saw him in I was with him in Middlesbrough doing a Peter Vincent's gig you know that massive yeah and when I say like they didn't even buy tickets you know like those people that are like celebrity hunters and they wait by the back door there was about six old women with photos of Paul Sinner that he didn't even know he took waiting there and like, and they were like, one woman, oh my god, oh. like going blushing red because she saw Paul Sinner like really it's like. Really but they don't laugh, they don't laugh. They got so I've done a gig with Paul. It was when he just got on the chase. Within a year or two of him being, he's been on it for five, ten years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Front row because they're there first because they're diehards, but they're not diehard of his comedy. They're diehard. He's a, a one of the chase guys, and they don't get any of it I they don't even get Paul's bit they <laughs> fucking didn't get my bits they're just like sat there going you're not Paul you're not Paul you're not Paul and then he gets on and does a few Bradley blow job looks really different to yeah. me like <laughs> <laughs> I get any bigger I'm the beast mate very convincing wiggy ways on oh, it they're just the worst <laughs> I, uh, people in an audience I think you know you can get to a point I'm not saying Paul but you know you can get to a point where people don't even realise you do stand up anymore like they just think that you're going to do a live thing of what you're known for. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, they probably don't think he's probably even doing stand-up. They think he's going to do a live chase. Did you get anything like that when you were doing... Did you get that sort of vibe? Because you... One of your catalysts was yeah. your Vice documentary, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah. I, well, I did stand-up in the dock. But did I they- kind of got away with it. But they thought I was way more woke than I was. Yeah. I got that a bit. Yeah. You know, people thought I was going to just talk about isn't racism bad for an hour. Yeah, and it's you know, that's not my act. No, sorry. <laughs> if anything, but that sounded like you were just going. But racism's all right, isn't it? I mean, you know, it has its good points. No, um, <laughs> well, fuck, I made a career off it for two years. But, uh, got, got antiques roadshow. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You know? But yeah, no, I, I had a lot of people thinking I was going to be mad woke. I think because people also came from clips and not seen the show. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in the show, the stand-up, um, I met, I wanted to make the stand-up out there to show that comedy can still be out there and not be you know, putting a catalyst of racist and yeah, just because you're saying bad things, it doesn't make you a bad person. Oh my you know God. What I'm <laughs> that's literally our whole MO on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, no, important no, point. That not, Jamal not, is not, not to make it like, uh, you know, too altruistic, but I think we've sort of taken away saying bad things from good people and given it just to bad people. Yeah. And I think, you know, we sort of, there is, there is, you know, shock and, and being uh, too, ex- and being extreme with your words has um, some artistic value. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying though? And I yeah. think we sort of gave that away and we sort of 
make out that you know if you say something you know bad and it's not funny and it, when it's not, when that's not yeah true, well we, you know? we talk about this quite a lot like i because i've been called a right-wing comedian before mm. because on stage i'll say something that i don't really believe in just because it's funny yeah and then i'm like I'm and that's, a valid, but that's a valid comedy position to have is to say something that you know i don't believe in yeah but it's funny to say yeah that's valid you know? yeah. it's getting to the point where you can't we we talk and joke about race and I've had, a, I've had a couple of people message me going, I don't think they're your jokes to make. I don't think you should be talking about it because you, you're two white guys. You're like, yeah. I don't think... Well, I mean, you are kind of into my work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that Get fucking fuck roadshow money, mate. Yeah, yeah, you want that roadshow money, Turn it with a baseball guy. Snares in it, bruv. Have a word on the Antiques Roadshow tour, though. Oh, that'd my fucking God. fucking insane. Yeah, that'd be the end of one of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to the... The snapback is now from older comics or anyone with a brain going, we can make these jokes. You can be controversial. You can take the piss. We know you're on the knife edge of what's politically correct mm. and what's just plain wrong, but that's a comedian's job. And and now it looks almost like alt-right, even to defend your position of, yeah. I'm a comedian. I'm allowed to take the piss out of certain I things. I used to get upset about it. And I used to be like, well, I'm a comedian. I want to say what I want to say. But I, something happened. It doesn't matter what happened. But something happened where someone complained about something I said uh, on a big forum. And I got sort of pissed off about it. But then I realized that that's their job. Like some people's job is to be upset and to be offended. Like that's their job. My job <laughs> is to tell pussy jokes and be ignorant. That's my job. That's my job. My job is to be ignorant in the hope that it's truthful. Jamali, welcome. But do you know what welcome I'm saying? Welcome home. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> this, Let's this talk is... about disabilities, but not like, <laughs> yes. like, but do you know what I'm saying though? Like, but that's like, their job is to be like, well, I don't, th like, that's their job. Let them do their job. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to stop doing my job. Exactly. Isn't <laughs> so that the beauty the of the internet, though? Yeah, the yeah. beauty of the internet is they have to come and find you mm. to bitch and moan. Yeah, yeah. Like on the BBC, on any terrestrial TV, you're like, well, I just turned my television on and you're in my living room. And they almost have this right. Up until now, they had this right to go, I want to shut this down. This, this isn't allowed. government funded TV. Now, yeah, yeah. you have to come and find us to that's like bitch and moan just fuck off yeah, go to yeah. go to one of the other million places on the internet where someone says the boring shit that you like we've yeah. had this conversation like if someone complains about something in the about. middle of this podcast if yeah I, it'd be slightly different if we put a clip out because we put quite a lot of clips mm. out of this and like there was something in it where someone's like i didn't like that then i'd go ah oh, sorry about that yeah soz not for everyone not for everyone but if anyone watched a full episode of this and picked something from the middle and was like, I didn't like this. I can't tell you the speed and anger with which I would tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the difference between playing a circuit gig on a weekend mm. where you get a party of people going, I didn't like that. And you're like, meh you haven't booked to see me. But when it's like a do you find that do you when you're doing a one man show, mm. like you guys do more than me, but is there a different tone in the oh, audience? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they're like, we know you. Oh, they, we know, trust they know what they come for at that point. Especially now, I think I'd done my third one. And so the people that came back kind of knew what they were coming for. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I think I think that's the, that's the good thing about touring, is you can just do what you want because people have paid to see you specifically. So even if they don't go there at first, they will eventually. And yeah. you have an hour where clubs is just kind of, he's got to go and bang it out. Yeah. And, um, and you know, the... The the further line of that is why I brought Bobby Mayer up in the first place is Oh yeah, sorry, we've yeah, done a rattle yeah, yeah. round the fucking houses. It sound it happens and it was fucking great. Um when you get a bit of the TV, you get more corporate inquiries. So Bobby was getting corporate gigs 
But Bobby's not a corporate comic, but he's also living in Brixton, and you need to be earning a lot of money. So he was taking them, and he said it would never go well. And he would go on stage, <laughs> and he'd be like twelve minutes into a forty, and like people would be hating it or booing, and he would literally do the little lost girl voice and be like, "Guys, I'm really sorry, but I've got to do me forty, or I won't get paid." And he said every single time he did it, the woman organising it would always just come to the side and be like, come on, love, we'll just pay you. And it worked every fucking time. What that voice? Like the little lost girl voice. Huh? I'm, I'm really sorry, I've lost my mum. <laughs> I think imagine Bobby Bear with a big doe eye. <laughs> but but at, at this worked. point, go, go ma- pause was- this pod, you- go on YouTube some of Bobby Mayer's stand-ups just so whites. you get how fucking ridiculous it is. To put him in a room with fucking accountants at yeah. Christmas. It's our Christmas do. Come and play it, Bobby. Bobby Mayer has an ability to remain him at all times. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, he don't change. Do you know what I'm saying? So what, yeah. what he his act is his act. And yeah. he's not going to go up there and go, oh, fuck, this bit ain't working. Let me... D-. Nah, you're getting... This act that he fucking does. He, will, I saw him do this one bit where it was about why do we tell blind people they're blind, and it was like a ten minute bit, and people and, I, and it's a funny bit, but people were just like, and it was just like he goes, he goes, my eyes, you mean my eye wet, my finger wetness? And it was just, people were fucking furious, and I couldn't stop, and he just didn't stop, and he's like, this is the bit we're doing it, and there's no there was nah, If you ever want to know what Ed, the Edinburgh Festival is like, it's for people finding those guys, yeah. isn't it? You know, not those ones are like, oh, oh, you can play any room. You want to go and watch those? Like yeah. comics want to go and watch oh, guys yeah, yeah. like Bobby. Man, comics, comic Bobby, hundred percent. I um, yeah, I I, I got that for, but I I, I understand that. I've done, I've only done two corporates, and they're both fucking. I wasn't meant to be there. I did, I, <laughs> for? I, did, I did one for. This is early in my career, and it's you know it's sellout shit. But I did one for the um, you know those money lenders. Oh, I did one for the money lenders. Uh, Payday loans. Yeah, the awards. Who's the biggest cunt? This yeah, yeah, is the yeah, big one. Yeah, I did, the, I did my stand-up bit and they hated me. There was like two tables that liked me of young people and the rest of them hated me. And there was this one guy who was just absolutely sweating and with his shirt undone. And every time he spoke, he came and got his award. I was like, well, this, this speech was sponsored by cocaine. <laughs> and he just and he just started grabbing the mic and no, we ain't thanking no one and it was just and I said to the promoter I said listen when this hits 10 o'clock I'm gone yeah and he goes it might run over five minutes like well you better wrap up the show because I'm doing 10 and I'm going like it was it was fucking bad man I did oh, five that sounds brute it yeah. sounds awful do you remember a few years ago when Steve Harris is a northwest comic a stalwart of our northwest circuit do you yeah. know Steve you work with Steve so he set up a little business getting private gigs did you do any of them do, I know exactly what you mean and it became famous with comics because it was cash pickup yeah it, corporate cash pickup there's th- there's two things you should never hear in the same sentence corporate cash on the night <laughs> <laughs> how's he got three grand no it's not three grand it's 220 quid so he'd he'd he'd, he'd set this business up and it's it's not there anymore uh, and he <laughs> It didn't survive. He'd made this website, right? But he'd built a website in a way where... Was it on, like, Wix? No, it was it was what's called, like, a spider web website. So what you do is you give it, like, a million pages. Yeah. So if people searched comedy, I want comedy, because it had so many pages, it would link to that site. But it's illegal to do it that way. It's tricking the Google algorithm. Yeah, yeah, so I think yeah, he got yeah. kicked off Google, right? And then you're done. And that killed the business. But How did you get kicked off Google? 
Because Google go, well, they don't kick you off, but they go, we're going to put you on the 25th page. You probably get on Google, but they'll kick him off. Fuck me. Yeah, but they don't build a spiderweb website. Yeah, right? yeah, true. They, they stick to the they rules somehow. <laughs> they do it the traditional way. They've got a square space. I'll, I'll touch said? kids, but I won't fuck with <laughs> algorithms. Who says they ain't got morals? God, sorry, carry on. Oh, my God. So they'd be <laughs> onto, onto like tw page 25 of Google or whatever. But initially, he was getting all these inquiries. So people were getting in touch going, it works Christmas do? I want a comedian to do 20 minutes. And he was going, right, I'll get you on 400 quid. I'll get you on for 300 quid. So he's, he's asked me, it was a Tuesday night in December, and it was 400 quid to do 20 minutes for this works party in Yorkshire. That right? sounds that doesn't sound too bad so far. Right? So I was like, four ton, cash on the night. All good. I'll take that. This is about cash five years ago, night. right? So I get there, and it's a shit show. Oh, yeah. They're all hammered already. They haven't started eating yet. Any mic? Been, what? Any mic? A radio mic. But they went, um, so just we just want you to just be in the room while you do it. I was like, where's the stage? They were like, be in the room as opposed to what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, be here, innit? Like, what, just, walk around? <laughs> literally, walk around while you're doing your bits. Like, like one of the waiters. Yeah, it's literally. It's like one of those 1930s, just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fly me yeah. to the moon. <laughs> you know Try the fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a table magician. They wanted a table comedian. <laughs> walk around going, hey guys, how you doing? Not, not. Yeah, it was a nod, so, was so really I went good. right so when am I on they went after the awards I went I'm not hosting the awards am I they went no no no, no. I was like I was like I'm not fucking doing that for this money so I went, what time will I be on because I've got another gig back in Liverpool and they went, what time should the gig and it, it didn't exist I was like it's at midnight it's a nightclub gig and they it's went, a famous late night midnight <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> but I was just looking at this room going the longer this goes on so she went so what time do you need to leave? I was like half ten. I've got to be in the car by half ten because my stage time initially booked was like nine thirty. I got there at nine fifteen, and it was like I'm not going on in fifteen minutes. So it gets to ten o'clock, and I was like, I was meant to do half an hour. I was like, look, you're gonna have to put me on now, or I'm gonna have to cut my time down. I've got to be in the car by half ten. She was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. It's fine. Got to twenty five past ten, and she went right. We're gonna get you on now because you need to go, don't you? you? She's hammered. The woman on. You need to go. You need to, you do need to go. Yeah, I can see you gotta go. So yeah. no, no, listen. <laughs> We've got a comedian. <laughs> they didn't even. No, know. shut up. Just shut up. It, his name's Adam. He's come from Liverpool and he's doing some jokes for us. It's so about on, Adam, and that was it. So I've got them. I'm stood next to her. I didn't know this. I'd gone over to her to go. I've got to go in. And she got. You need to go. Everyone. <laughs> got a comedian. His name's Andrew from Liverpool. Go on, babe. Right? And I went, thank you. Right? So me mate, I didn't drive at the time. Tony Cooper took me. You know Tony who I used to work with? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, he's like, you know when your mate's embarrassed for you? Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, what the fuck? So I'm doing me five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I got to five minutes in. And it hadn't gone as bad as it should have for that room. Because there's people walking around the bars... Not even still open. There's people queuing at the bar, like shouting for Jager bombs. There's about twenty percent of the room looking at me, but the ones looking. <laughs> so like yeah. And I just got to five minutes, and I went, "Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I've got time for tonight. Enjoy the rest of your night." And I, I, I went, I give her the mic, and she went, "When are you doing the rest of it?" And I went, "What do you mean the rest of it?" She went, "You half an hour. We paid for half an hour." And I went, "Yeah, but I told you I've got to go at half ten. I was meant to be on at half nine so we just don't get the other 20 odd minutes this is this is this is a, a you're a thief 
<laughs> You're a fucking thief. And I went, I haven't stolen anything. She went, I want my money back because I'd, I'd made her give me the money before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She went, I want my money back. And I went, You're not getting your money back. And she went, He's taking my money. Oh. And I went, Guys, I'm not taking any money. I've been paid for this job. And then her boss come over and was like, Just fucking let him go. Go on, lads, you get off. And I got off, but she was fuming. That and then they got a, they did write a complaint to Steve asking for their money back. And he just told them to fuck off. That makes Antiques Roadshow look a lot easier, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, bro, do. bro, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my Go God. He's a Canadian. When she doesn't even say, for some reason, where she didn't say Adam Rowe, if she goes just Adam, yeah. it makes you sound like a guy who just walked off the street. Like, there's, there's a real lack of just yeah. like, oh, just, there's some little kid called Adam. I don't even think it was disrespect. I don't think she'd ever learned me no, saying no, it. Just, just mad, like, <laughs> the other, yeah. the other, The other one is where they've got, um, have you ever done a round table one? where they do too much intro and you would give half the fee to prize the microphone out of the speaker. I had one in Shropshire at, a, uh, at the Chartered Surveyors or something, round table, it was great money, and he was in a full, like, you know, like a hear ye, hear ye. Mm. It was mental, red, like a town crier outfit. Ruffle shirt and shit. Fuck yeah. it, like the mayor's thing. I was like, what is going on? And he started reading out the blurb from my website on my biography that I'd written. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was one of the cringiest, I can just see suits, suits, suits. And like, you can see future hatred coming. And he's literally like out of the 17th century, like, hey, hey, with cutting observations, <laughs> one of the brightest stars on the Northwest comedy circuit. And I was like, huh? he works well on his own and as part of a team. <laughs> He performed the Edinburgh Festival in 2012 and 13. <laughs> I'd have given anyone, for, if, if, she'd, if he'd just gone, go on, babe. I'd have been like, much better. Yeah. Oh, mate. The shit we do for money, man. Fucking oh, birthday anything. gigs and shit. Anything, essentially. Yeah, have you done birthday gigs? I've done one birthday gig. All on uh, the way up, innit? All on the way up. <laughs> and it was for 150 quid. And it was in this sort of um, above a pub. And the, the guy said to me, you know, we're going to have some curry and um, and you come on after the curry. But the curry was like, and he was like, but this curry is good curry. It's like this award. He kept on going on about this fucking curry. And I was like, so I've got to follow the curry. All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, the curry's won awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. And, uh, and it was for his son's 21st. And um, it was all like, it was like sort of his friends and it was only like it was his birthday but there's only one table of his friends it was on you know what i'm saying like there's like a lot of older people and only one table of 21 year olds which i find weird like a fucking business meeting yeah around a yeah, uh, yeah. if it's a 21 year old's birthday party there should be other 21 year olds not just one table's worth that i find that weird you know, i don't know but it, anyway. that's rich people banter though yes, isn't it? it they were rich oh he yeah, was. yeah he yeah. must have been he, no, must, of course you don't have he it. was a music producer well i found him anyway <clears throat> so i was booked for 20 minutes and I've gone on stage and I've just started doing material. It's bombing. So I started doing crowd work. I'm taking the piss out of everyone. It's gone okay. It's not great, but it's survivable. And I've come off stage and the guy's counting my money. He's got a fucking wad like this. He goes, you know, uh, you went a little bit under time, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you money. But, you know, you just went a little bit under time. I thought you'd do longer and, you know, you enjoyed yourself. And I was like, oh, how long did I do? He goes, uh, 19 minutes 30 of a 20 wow. minute gig. And he was complaining about 30, 30 seconds. Do you rule a 10% that, innit? You know? Fucking hell. You're doing hell. a 20, 18 or 22 is fine. 
Yeah. That's how you get a wad yeah. by being that much of a tight ass cunt. And I, was, I, I remember just standing there. I was like, what? And he goes, you know, I thought you'd want to stay longer and enjoy yourself. And I was like, why do you think I want to stand here with your weird fucking friends and your curry? <laughs> you cunt. And Give me hang the money. out. Give me the money. Yeah, and hang out. He, he thought I wanted to hang out with him and, you know, hey, let me, you know, <laughs> stay around for a little. You've been tipped by one of those douchebags. Never. I, I, I've had it at gigs, private parties. The guy that's not even paying you comes over go work that kid yeah and then you're like oh my god I've got 20 quid in my hand I've just been douchebag tipped like I'm a gigging for good fellas like hey you're alright I had 20 quid at a jongler's in Huddersfield <laughs> and it was five pound coins I'm not even messing it was a jongler's on the road I did it with Doug Segal Silky and Jim Smallman and me and Jim Smallman are stood on the other side of the stage someone come over and uh, put, put five pound coins on me on. I heard you. Get, I heard you get tips in Dubai. That's where people would tip you. That's why I heard people right. come up and give you like you know. If you say apparently if you sell merch, someone say oh here's you know they'll give you like a hundred quid for your fucking yeah. DVD or whatever. They are a bit yeah. I've done gigs in Bahrain where you know sometimes a promoter goes oh we're going to film tonight, and usually now you're like oh yeah yeah fine maybe use it as a clip, and they were like we're going to film tonight we might use it as an advert but obviously we'll pay you an extra two hundred quid. Mm. You're like. Okay, <laughs> FYI, that doesn't happen in fucking Huddersfield. <laughs> um, On the time thing, there's a legendary story. Now I've heard this about three different comics, right? I don't know which one it is. I'm not going to name any of them because I don't know who it is. But it's about Alex. Do you know the story I'm about to tell about Alexander's in Chester? So Danny McLaughlin now books Alexander's. Have you played it? No, 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 no. Cracking. So I, I, I know, I know about it. it Cracking was, was his name ran it, but it's um Danny. Danny's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to it, back in the day, it was ran by the people who owned Alexander's, and her name was Pauline, and she had a reputation amongst comedians for being a bit of a twat, mm. right? She's out the game now. She can't affect my career. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> they used to run it. There was no compare. Mm. The opener did twenty, the middle did thirty. And the closer did 40. Fucking Right? Man. And what would happen is the headliner went on before the opener to go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Alexander's. I'm your headliner. I'll be back on later. Your opening act is Dan Nightingale. Right? Then the opener had to stay till after the interval and bring the middle act on. And the what? middle act had to stay till after the second interval to bring the headliner on. And that's how they did it. The headliner didn't have to do that. The headliner was asked, and if you did it, you got an extra 20 quid. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. That yes. was that was the deal. They knew you didn't want to do it as the headliner. So yeah. they said, obviously, if you do that, we'll give you an extra 20 quid. Or they just give that, say, double that 20 quid and just let an open mic at MC the night. Oh. <laughs> it would be a lot better. Why would you do that when you've made up your own batshit crazy system? That is a mad So that the mad. story I was told was a Northwest headline comic was closing Alexander's. This is early noughties, I think maybe late 90s. And uh, he gets there and he goes on and introduces the opening act. And then the opening act was like, I've got to go and get me train. Like, whatever. So the headliner, dead sound, went, I'll bring the middle on. I'll bring the middle on. Fine. <laughs> so the headliner goes on in the middle and goes, ladies and gentlemen, next act is Jamali Maddox. Here's your middle act. Then goes on at the end, told the middle to get off and just went on and did 37 minutes. And the woman who booked the gig was like did fucking 37 it's 40 for a reason so he literally the audience was still there and he told them all to sit back down went back on stood in silence for three minutes exactly and then left 
got his money, told us to fuck off and said, I'll never play your club again. That is G, man. That, I, honestly, I've never heard that, but I love those legendary stories that Let have like- go around yeah. and around. Yeah. Yeah, that's the story I hear. That's oh great. My God. I mean, that guy's got fucking balls, man. <laughs> to stand in though. silence, like- I respect that. Two minutes 58. Because I feel like that's a situation that if I was in, I would be in the shower and be like, I should have done that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those things of at the moment, you Just don't scrubbing think the regret to, Yeah, you don't, you don't think to do that. Oh, in the, on the drive home, you're like, oh God, I should have said all of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry about well, that. even that you don't even say it. It's just that, because sometimes the situation is so shocking, you don't know what, it's not that you don't have the ability not to say anything, but you just don't know what to the say. The level of country takes you by surprise. Yeah, yeah, you kind of go, oh, because you just don't expect such a, like a situation happened the other day where I did a gig and uh, and someone was kicking off. So I got them kicked out. And as a joke, I said from stage, I said, how much did you pay to get in? I'll pay you to leave, right? And then the promoter then gave the money to the people out of my money. <laughs> and I was like, no, and I was like, Okay, <laughs> and I left, and then I was like, "Wait, well, you know?" And I rang him, and I was like, "I want my twenty quid back, actually." And he goes, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> As he's there cleaning the toilets. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... But then, did you know? Because I just didn't. Because it's such a weird scenario. Yeah, you kind of yeah, go yeah. like, and it really was bothering me all weekend. I was like, "Why did you give him my fucking money?" Like, it's obviously I just didn't... boot them out. And then I was like, so I rang him and I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'm not happy with that situation. Like, I had it all built up. And he was like, yeah, I just give you about 20 quid, mate. I and I was like, ah, oh, fair enough. And that was I, it. I, I did that at my promoters. tour show in Blackpool when that guy was a cunt to you and then was even cunty with me. Oh, he really lost his temper. Yeah. I did, at that did Blackpool we Comedy Club. But it was my tour show. So what had happened was, did we talk about this on a Patreon or a public? I, can't, I honestly can't remember. About a month and a half ago, wasn't it? So, for, sorry for the repeat for anyone, but I had... A tour show that was rescheduled from March until September mm. at the Blackpool Comedy Club. Um, and it sold quite well. It was fun. But because I hadn't done an hour for like eight, nine months, I was like, what I'll do is I'll compare it. I'll bring two support acts mm. and I'll do like 40, 50 at the end. Good minutes, good minutes. So they get a they get a full night, even though I'm not gig fit for Doing an hour. Two hour yeah. um, in the end, I ended up doing over an hour at the end, didn't I? Like an hour and five or, or something. Or 55, I think it was. But it, it, you, you did stuff in the previous But night, I'd compared 20 minutes at the top before Dan. And they were sound. They were fun. Everyone was enjoying it. It was a great gig. Mm. Dan goes on. And you know you know the typical comic thing? You're ripping it, but you can see the one guy who's having a shit yeah, time. Yeah. So he'd done a bit about, was it Seagulls? He had been laughing. Yeah. But it, he just got a face on about one thing. I'd said something in passing to him. Offhand, yeah. He was talking to his missus going, bleh, 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 bleh. and I was like, basically went, fuck you're loud, you can't whisper. It was real. Yeah, he, yeah, he was like, just wait, just to keep him quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So he had that real Blackpool face. You uh, don't say that to fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, mate, if the seagull bit's not going to get you, I don't know what is. So then he went to, he went to Dan. Uh, I come to see Adam. I didn't come to see you lot. This is doing me fucking head in. So I was like, right. So when I went back on to bring Dan off, I went, mate, come on, what's the matter? You're going to still see well over an hour of me. You're getting more than yeah. you've paid for, really. He went, no, that's not what I paid for. And I went, well, no one says that at my shows. So, because he was saying he was getting off. I went, you can have your money back. I don't know whether Ryan gave me, because I don't really look at me breakdowns, to be honest with you. My, my agent could just take all of my money and be like, oh, it's just 25 quid. 30 quid from that. Again. But I, I told him, I was like, if you want to leave, you can fucking have your money back. I'm not going to like... I'd rather give someone their 12, 14 quid back, whatever my ticket price was, to not have them be able to say, I went to see Adam Rowan, I didn't get what I paid for. 
you fucking pieb. My favourite bit of that was, as he was going, well, I didn't pay for you, I could pay to see Adam Rowe. This woman at the other side went, well, we're enjoying it, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. And the whole room, yeah. it was the most northern moment. Yeah. And I bottled it. I literally got the table down and hid behind it like, it's kicking off. Yeah. Let's get an extra I, I, northern. I do like when that person does take your side. Because yeah. sometimes I'll go off on someone. Because I, you know, I, I like to be mean. And yeah. I'll go off. And sometimes I'll go, am I in the wrong? And then someone just goes, no, she's been a cunt all night. Yeah. I did, oh, yeah. She fucking has, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like that. <laughs> Should we have an advert? Yeah, man. Good chat. Today's podcast is sponsored by SupremeCBD.uk. Go and check them out. They're one of the biggest and most trusted sellers of CBD oils in the UK. You'll have heard about CBD. It's not weed. It's not marijuana. It's not got THC. It's the oil derived from plant-based marijuana and cannabis. It doesn't get you fucked up, but it has loads of health benefits. CBD oil has been studied for its potential role in easing symptoms of many common health issues, including anxiety, depression, acne, psoriasis, and heart disease. For those with cancer, it may even provide a natural alternative for pain and symptom relief. Look, I'm not saying it's a wonder drug, but people are starting to trust CBD oil as an alternative to chemical-based medication. It could work for you for any one of those things. It's worth a try. Some of their best-selling products include Supreme CBD Face Cream. They've got Supreme CBD Large Gummy Bears. They also even do a fruity e-liquid, so you can vape and get CBD. Vape it up! And if you play a lot of sport, you can try the Supreme CBD Muscle and Joint Rub. And if you place an order at SupremeCBD.uk, use the promo code code word and you will get 30% off everything they'll give us a little cut it helps support the podcast and you get yourself 30% so remember use the promo code word at supremecbd.uk fuck I cannot say that company name one more time supremecbd.uk Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Hava Wad. Uh, I haven't listened to it. Do you know the last album I listened to that was fucking okay. really good? Was um, the guy who was in Get Out. You know, okay. Little Realm? Oh, okay. bl- I'm going to get hard. <laughs> Mate, his album is so fucking funny, man. It's just like a s- Little Rel. Little Rel Howie. And it's an uh, album, it's like live from Compton or something. He does it in like Compton. And it's like, basically, it's kind of like somewhat of a Edinburgh show, but more just American yeah. style. But it's just like wall to wall funny, just, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, you know, it's not talking about politics and shit, but it's just fucking funny oh, shit. Yeah, I'm more and more getting to yeah. these guys. Yeah, he, he has this one, it's basically the story based around him having to pay for his uncle's funeral. And because now he's rich and famous, his family trying, and it's just like I was fucking creasing, man. It's such a good. I love it when you get those guys and they and they still got the sharpness mm. of when they were circuit acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know when like the 10, 15 years in, you you get a lot of drop off with the big <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah. don't you? They're yeah. just kind of a bit soft. You you realize how that good? Because I did a one club in America where it was like the weekend, and you realize how you have to get good because those club weekends are so fucking hard, man. Really? Like to do an hour. At a club, yeah, is not fucking easy, man. And with the noise, and like you realize, oh, that's why they're the top percentile. But one thing I would put, I think our hacks are better than their hacks. Oh, I think their hacks are fucking bad. Here's man. my theory: our, our hacks are better than oh, because our, our hacks will <laughs> have a uh, 80s alternative to them. 
Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. though, they kind of have some 80s alternative and they, you could tell one time, oh, this was a good act, but now yeah. it's just bad. But you now. did it 25,000 <laughs> yeah, 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 times, yeah, yeah. dickhead. Uh, yeah, um, I think we have, um, America has shitter shit, mm. but better good. Yeah, better good, yeah. We're, we're like a nice, we've got a, we've got a smaller spread. Are we doing the podcast yet? Is that? No. no. Oh, no, right. I'm okay. talking shit. I'm sorry. I'm talking shit. <laughs> That's great. I was like, yeah, but no, those doing it. club weekends ain't no fucking, no fucking hard. Oh, by the way, I'd love to do live at Compton. I don't <laughs> know how it'd go. I don't think it'd be the perfect place to do an do Edinburgh got, preview, but I'd give it a crack. I think they got a, uh, co- like, someone was telling me about a comedy gig they have in Compton or one of the Inglewood or something. And uh, it's like a I've seen the videos online. And it looks like if you're going to bomb, it's going to be the worst bomb ever. But if you do well, it looks like it would be. You know. Mate, I gig him run con. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I, think, know, I, don't, I know the brothers. Are so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Compton's going to be as bad now as it was. Like, apparently you know, gentrified now. Apparently, yeah, yeah. it's like mid because you hear Compton and you hear Boys in the Hood and like same as Brixton. What's the other one? NWA. What? What's the other film? Boys where about in the Hood. You live? And... We're back on. By the way, you just have to figure out where we started. East London. <laughs> Well, fine. <laughs> it's your job, isn't it? Um, East London, where like Hackney base is that East London? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if I if I did move if I did do the London for a year thing, <laughs> you're London not doing it. Don't do don't do it. Don't give me a fucking panic attack. On it. <laughs> well, I'm not coming to Turnpike Green just so you can record a fucking podcast. You never leave in Liverpool. Don't think so. Yeah, you love Liverpool, like. That's I could like, see like, myself like, just to give him an actual stroke. I could see myself doing like New York for a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes Stay sense. On to you. Yeah, but I feel like I oh, could yeah. see my wife's face when I'm like, I'm going to New York with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get half the word, but we're going to rent studio space in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine you, yeah, because you, you, I've never seen someone rep a city as hard as you do. Like you really go in for your city. Like you, I would think you was in a gang. <laughs> See, How hard you go for Liverpool? I think you're mistaken tweets about Liverpool as being the city and not the football club. <laughs> no, it's just you have a love for that city that I've never seen. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm from London. I love London. But even I go, eh, I'm a bit, you know, but you are through and through. Do you know what's really Liverpool, funny, man. though? There's, I'm not that bad, am I? Like, there's so many more professional scousers compared to me. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, talk yeah. about this quite it's a, a lot. It's a scouse thing, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, it's the a pride. Pa- it's pride. Yeah, it's not patriotism. Yeah, there is a pride. real, there's a, there is a mad sort of pride, parochial like, nature. Because even, like, even the, the black cabs still have the stickers of, like, we ain't buying the sun. And it's yeah. like, you got no one selling it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's still that fucking really, you know, real. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you yeah, look yeah. next to you on the left, there's a sticker. See on the light yeah, box. You know what I'm saying, though, yeah. it's sort of that real, like, in London, we just kind of. We sort of shift and change. It's not a good thing, but you yeah. sort of shift and change a lot, and they sort of, you know. Is it because London is so many things? Yeah, like I it's think. it's every conceivable, yeah. like creed, color, yeah. social spectrum. Yeah, yeah. There's the ultra wealthy of the world, along yeah. with some of the poorest people in yeah, yeah, yeah. Europe. It feels like it's uh, changing now, where it feels like that sort of, you know, that that the people who are the working class are getting driven out hard. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, he, where before they all ended up in like Kent and Essex. Yeah, yeah, they're really pushing them out. You know, like you can see it now where you go Hackney and you don't see that many working class people. You see a lot of yuppies and shit. Like well, I mean, Brixton got mentioned. I mean, Brixton 25 years ago oh was God. rough, yeah, man. Brixton now Brixton's like it's properly you can't on, on the way. You can't yeah. afford a parking space in Brixton. Right, like, that's how fucking bad it is. There. Do you know I once rang? Do you know when I was like 
17 and I was looking at me moving out because I fucking my dad was doing me as in them fucking moving out I was on Zoopla right <laughs> that's what I'm going to the next <laughs> no Mayfair I'll try Mayfair I like the facts <laughs> Kensington There's one of them In Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> That'll be cheap Do you know that Buck in the palaces It's so lad? much cheaper Than so what funny. you think it is I've seen An advert For a city centre Spot Right And it was Something like 125 quid a month And I was like I can afford that So I rang them And I was like I want this 125 quid a month I work at Mackey's um, <laughs> You've recorded Mackie for professionalism. Got, like I'm earning like a few hundred quid a week. I can 125 quid a month. I want this fucking. I thought it was one bedroom apartment. It was a parking space in the film. You can live in a parking space. I thought you meant you were you were doing your dad. Dad was doing editing. You were going to London. No. What a fucking what, what a 17 year old move that. Dad, you're pissing me right off. That's it. I'm going Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god. That's funny. Yeah, the woman. I on, honestly I rem- thought I you were rem- on Zoopla in London. I can remember the woman's tone of voice on the phone. She was like, um, "What do you mean you want this place?" She was like, uh, "Where do you live?" And I was like, "In West Derby at the minute, but like always wants to live in town." <laughs> She's like, "You do know this is a." A parking space, and I was like, I remember going for the hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> it's one of them phone calls where she's like, "This has not been worth my time in terms of the waste of time, but it's worth it for the fucking anecdote." Uh, she dined out on that for three years. <laughs> Carol, tell the story about that guy that rang up about the parking space. <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> he said it's from West Harvey. I'm earning a h- couple hundred quid a month. I could make this work. How's um How's London Town been with the old fucking Rona and the lockdown? Has it felt more mental? Does it still feel quiet? What's going on? You realise that paying a lot of money for a flat when you can't leave it ain't worth it. Just you know I'm saying, like you don't you realise that you are buying it for the city and not the home because your home is shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you're paying the the extra money for all the shit you can go out. Yeah, and yeah. Do. But then when that when that's not there. You realize, oh, this is my house, and there's not much here. In the lockdown, I was taking pictures. My daughter would be in the garden, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'll send it to a couple of mates that lived in London." Yeah, yeah. And I stopped myself and just didn't send them the picture because oh, yeah, no. it had my garden in the background. And I was like, "I feel like I'm going to be gaslighting my friends via yeah, yeah, WhatsApp because they're in a two-bedroom flat." You lost in a lot of friends, man, because this is a, this Hammersmith. Is horrible. I mean, and uh, you realize that, like, as well that you don't need to be in London like the idea of being in London for showbiz just doesn't exist anymore like there's nothing I didn't do on Zoom that I couldn't do from anywhere in the world do you know what yeah. I'm saying that whole idea of like if you don't live in London it's got it, I just don't think that's true anymore Changing, I think it? kind of like I think I dispelled that myth I think that. this is this is this podcast has become an advert to get Jamali back to the north <laughs> I, do you know, I, just, I just I just I do you know I think the getting no work left a bad taste in my mouth like Frog and Bucket was not having it, man. What the fuck happened there? Like, there's loads of Jamalis knocking about. Like <laughs> the Northwest comedy scene, we got too many of you, Jamal. <laughs> Just too many of because, you. Because that's what I remember. I, I I did the Frog and Bucket. Uh, you probably don't remember. You've done so many. But I the, do the Gong Show, and I, I won. I do remember and you doing never, it. And they never gave me spots. Yeah, they wouldn't give me spots, and I don't. Maybe I did bad there. Maybe my my. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a really serious point about maybe even like racism within Northern no. Booking and Adam's just put a like, oh, I found a hole um, not a no serious point but um, 
Yeah, man, I'm a late year, but they just a bunch of clubs just weren't having him. You know, he's what it is. Uh yeah. It's it's a fucking it's a shame, isn't it? And it's probably endemic of of a bigger sort of like we just book what we like and what we know, and it's a failing, really, isn't it? It's all right. The next time I saw you was at the festival in the Alps. Remember? Yeah, yeah, altitude. Like, yeah. I think I literally saw you at Beat the Frog and I was like, this guy's quite good. And then six months <laughs> later, he's one of the featured actors at Altitude. And I was like, yeah, it turns out you don't need that work in, in Manchester because you're one of the featured. I was like, uh, I basically got it as like, we need a compare for a couple of those early shows. There's a tier system at uh, Altitude. If you've never heard of Altitude, it's a ski gig. <laughs> it's the weirdest to, thing. I, it's one of my biggest fucking bugbears with this fucking COVID thing. Okay, there's death. Okay, the economy's yeah. crashing. But I was booked to do Altitude for the first time this year, and it obviously got fucking panned. And I it, was so and excited. It's, it sounds mental, but a comedy, small comedy festival yeah, yeah. takes over part of, what's it called? Alpenmeinhofen. It's a really nice, like, ski resort, and you're just bumping into... The, one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me in comedy was my flight was getting in at the same time as Sean Locke and Bill Bailey. Mm. And the guy who rang the festival was like, so Dan, if it's all right, you're getting in first. Do you mind waiting around 40 minutes because Sean Locke and then Bill Bailey will come and you'll get transported together? And I had to be like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go, no, fuck him. <laughs> I'll get the flight. Let them get their own car, bitch. Yeah, so yeah, I, ha yeah. I was having a beer at Munich Airport, this beautiful, like, German lager going, this is weird. Look, you get loads of these moments in stand-up, don't you? Where you're like, this is weird. This is my job. This is my life. <laughs> Sean Locke taps me on the show like, you, Dan. And then proceeds to join me for a beer Sean Locke by the way is as sound as you think he is he's a fucking good guy then Bill Bailey and his like techies come because he goes everywhere with people that set up his instruments they turn up and we have one of the most batshit semi-pissed drives from Munich to Austria Bill Bailey has got a bottle of the strongest peach snaps you've ever fucking seen from Munich airport me Sean Locke two techies and Bill Bailey get fucked up on peach snaps on the weird autobahn yeah. into the Austrian hills. And I was fucking steaming by the time we got there. At one point, Bill Bailey at a service station got out and we're all like going for a, like a half cut piss. He comes back with, and this is the this is the bonus of being a wealthy person. You know when you're at a service station with your mates and you're like, ah, I'll just buy this to be funny. But obviously you're not a millionaire, so you've got a limit on what you can spend. He spent at least 350 euros on tat. For, he came back with fucking toys. He had. A, we were hammered drinking. Uh, like such a surreal moment where I'm talking to Sean Locke, pissed on schnapps about Chelsea, and then like a toy dinosaur comes into my view because Bill Bailey's like <laughs> amazing. And I we got there. They were so sound, and that was the first time I'd seen you since Beat the Frog. And you, mm. we we were in we were in fucking Austria in the hills. Yeah. You absolutely smashed it. It was great. Yeah, it was a good festival that time. Yeah, I um. It's weird, it's weird as well. It's like it's funny you say that because I realized this the other day that uh, I was uh, I was thinking about the place I've been. I've been oh I've been more countries with comedians I hardly see than my own girlfriend. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying though. Like we've been to oh. Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we've been to somewhere really like you know what I'm saying. Like we travelled like you and me have been to beat the frog in Manchester, <laughs> yeah. Austria, and Runcorn. Yeah, man. We've literally <laughs> seen the world together. It is weird, and it you I end love up like sort of. Like, because you can go on one of those abroad trips with a comic who you're not really mates with. Mm. And by the end of it, it's like you're like brothers in arms from war. If you do an Edinburgh Festival package show with two other comics who you don't know, by the end of it, they're your fucking best mates yeah, on hashtag the Hashtag never forget. You'll, <laughs> you'll always remember the guys you do those package shows in Edinburgh. Did you do a package show? No. I did Big Value in oh. 2004. 
Oh, damn. Yeah. Who's on with you? Uh, there was two shows. The early shows was Hills Barker, Kev Dewsbury, Josie Long, and Seymour Mace. Yeah. And the late show was me, Mark Oliver, uh-huh. Will Hodgson, and Mick Ferry. It's a bill, laugh. Oh, wow. The Sorry. year before had been, it, the, I don't know if it was the year before, had been like Jim Jeffries, Steve Hughes, and the year after, I Damn. think, was Manford. Yeah. Like, so when you look at it's so weird how it works, but. Yeah, I never did, but I did um, the reserve. Pleasant Reserve Bombed That's the night. golden ticket That though in who, is it, who is your alumni Of that year I was on with um, Tom Little I love Tom You know Tom Little He His was videos there are smashing it the minute. Just a little side note there Check uh, This is Tom Little on Twitter He's been doing some amazing work During lockdown He's got really creative With his stuff um, Just got You'll love his videos Go and check them out He's a funny guy Yeah um, A poet guy Who doesn't do it no more <laughs> <laughs> no shit <laughs> yeah, Poet guy doesn't do it no more And uh, yeah I can't remember the, I can't remember Not a good sign is it uh, It's not a good sign if No it, no no one of If them, it was Joe Lysett You'd remember wouldn't it Yeah I think Jim Carrey That was fucking that long ago Who was your, who was your big value memory. You did big value didn't you Yeah I did it with I did it twice D- did, did you it do it with Dane No but, Oh, Otway did it with Dane Right I did it with Elliot Steele Ed Hedges and Vin Satter the first time I did it and then the second time I did it they just they were like we've got a gap like <laughs> I, I was already doing the festival and yeah, they were yeah. like we need a comp here someone's dropped out and I was like I'll do it it's a way to sell tickets because you're yeah, showcasing totally. and that one was with uh, Harriet Dyer who I've become quite close with across that month uh, Alistair Williams and George Rigdon yeah yeah. So I'm trying to look online to see who I did it with. Cause I feel bad that I forgot the names. <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll remember you. I That's know that. No, 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 no. One of one of them's still around. I just can't fucking. But the Pleasance Reserve is a golden ticket because you get paid to do the month. They put you up and you get guaranteed a spot to do your debut hour at the Pleasance. Oh which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a scholarship, mate. The big big value when I did it back in you know 1812. You got yeah. you got 500 quid accommodation. It was uh, it, it was it was great. And it just gradually over the years, those have they've depreciated in value. Is it weird that the day we found out we're probably not going to be gigging for about six weeks, we've come in here and romanticised about stand-up yeah, I know. <laughs> more than we've done on this podcast for ages? Well, I apologise. I made it too comedy centric. Oh, mate, we don't. Like, no, listeners. that's not you. That's us. It's us. Like our listeners are fucking well into. We we sort of we get so many questions sent in about stand-up. That yeah. we we tend now to only talk about yeah, it when yeah, they yeah. come in, but when it happens naturally with a comic, it's I, some miss, of our I miss, I miss, m- I miss m- uh, nerding out about comedy. I you know, is, is there is a sort of thing of miss talking to comedians and miss talking shit. And you know. I'm gonna go. I went. I had this weekend off, but last night I went down to Hot Water to hang out. Um, and I'm gonna go back tonight. Brennan Reese is doing the late show at Hot Water tonight, so I'm gonna go meet him for food and then go and watch the late show. Dope. I went down last night. Danny McLaughlin compared, and he's. As far as I'm concerned, a top three compare in the country. He's so fast. He's so fucking ridiculously quick. His nostalgic references that someone heckled last night and he said, shut up the witches of Eastwick. And it just fucking levelled me. Also, he shit out at one point. I, like, 
if you haven't checked Danny's stuff out, he's got loads of clips on the Hot Waters channel. He's also started a podcast recently called The Damn Daniel Podcast. Go and check it out. It's brilliant. But you know when you see a comic go to say something on stage and they sort of reverse out of it? So he was talking to a girl and she was like, I'm a makeup artist. But he'd already spoken to these five loud Scouse women. And he was like, that's defo one of them. Statistically, five Scouse women have got mirror in the Facebook name they've got MUA one of these and one of them went no we're not mooers and he went and, I, and he never said it <laughs> when he come off I went you nearly called them mooers didn't you and he went yeah I was like I've seen you just go no yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, with yeah. That. I'm not going to go with that part of <laughs> he's so good with the wordplay like that he was in the back of the Nottingham where I was doing a bit of crowd work and one one guy was like what what do you do for a job and he and the guy went I work with diggers uh, <laughs> and, I, and I literally I got a hot flush I was like Whoo! I was like you really don't want to get any of those letters wrong in that job description you don't want to say that too fast I know. And, and Danny was at the back going mate you've got to go back on and go dig a word dig a please and, and it's just how his head works I, I just saw it first hand and went mm. and he's there doing oh you need to do a little bit of yeah, wordplay with I, it uh, I did, I did, I did a, a gig with Danny Mac at Manchester and we both came in dressed in the exact same outfit and he went and then he went oh, I knew this would happen and he bought a different jumper because he knew we were just the same <laughs> like he preempted that we were, and we had exactly the same jumper it was like a thrasher jumper like black jeans I was about to say, it was a he, pre he preempted yeah. it preempted it so he compared last night Nick Page opened who's sort of got that posh English older guy about him Simon Wozniak in the middle and I I went down because Danny was on no one to hang out with a mate and talk to him but also because and Delisso closed just a great bill but watching Simon Wozniak again he's just got it you know I think Wozniak is a future I saw this a year ago like three years ago I, I gig with you and you're on in the middle and it was the most difficult night of my fucking year and I pi I got pissed off with the frog <laughs> and the guy who, like the tech call I was like why is he in the middle I like, did it in front of it I was like get him the fuck out of the middle <laughs> He's a headliner, and you're being a bell end. Stop <laughs> ruining my night. Give the crowd what they want, and and I think Wozniak's <laughs> getting to really, that point. Yeah, and yeah. You were like, "Thanks for that, mate," but it sounded aggressive because, I, yeah, I'm trying to compliment you, and also make my <laughs> fucking up, life easier. Up my night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 should have headliners headlining. Midlax yeah, yeah. should be midlax. Like, mm. and and Wozniak's at that point where you're like. We need to get him on. Was him on? He's, yeah. He'll be great, but Wozniak needs to be headline. He's not far yeah, off being like, you can't. It's funny, man. He's very funny. He's so, because he's got a similar accent to me and a similar style to me. He's one of the acts I most worry about following. I, I did a weekend there a couple of weeks ago and he was in the middle and I was closing. And I had not good, ideal. I, I had good sets all weekend because it's hot water and it's fine. But we, Carl was there one night. Do you remember? And we were just yeah, watching yeah. and I was like, it's just. Fuck, I'm crying laughing. He used to be and shit I, as well. He was shit. He was really fuck. He got gonged off twice yeah, by in me? one night. At be, uh, uh, it was uh, me? Me and him ran a gong show for a bit of Baby Blue on a Wednesday. And he got <laughs> gonged off and he went, oh, I didn't get to do my meal deal bit. Did so I went to the audience, do you want him to, should we let him do the meal deal bit? And he went back on and then just didn't do the meal deal bit. You, so he gonged him off. You ran a gong show at Baby Blue. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Fuck, that, that is honestly... <laughs> Sounds like he hustled. Of, that Adam is, hustled. Man, that sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst <laughs> sentence in comedy, yeah, isn't I it? Could, I would gong show a baby, baby blue. blue. I remember I did baby blue and hecklers were tagging each other's heckles. <laughs> 
<laughs> like they were like tagging it. They were like, and then you could say, and I was like, what the fuck? Steve, Steve, have you thought that you could yeah, also yeah, call yeah. him a cunt like this? Sorry, hey, Jamali, two seconds, we're going to mug you up. Yeah, in a yeah, 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 but they were like tagging each other's heckles and like, it was, it, well, I remember like walking off and being like, oh, never again. And then they booked me for a weekend. This one I needed weekends. And it was looming in my diary for six months. You know, you just see it every week is one week closer to doing a weekend there. And then luckily Five more pulled. sleeps till yeah. death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then luckily it got pulled. But I was Such like, a shame as well, because Baby Blue could have been, an, it's a, everything about the room screams comedy club. Yeah, it's like that door. Do you know what I mean? I also think what we all sort of glossed over there, there's everything about that bit of the docks has a dark, dark history <laughs> that has soaked into those walls. Like it, it like the history of that oh, bit the of the slavery dock. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. You're like, oh God, that you can feel the history in it. You're like, not all good though. <laughs> Joe used to have to smoke the room out before the gigs. What? You used to have to get flavoured smoke. And smoke the room off for with someone with a guy in the corner with a shisha pipe or something. That's what it looked like because mm. the smell was that bad because yeah. of the history. We'd have to smoke the room off for an hour before the gig could start. <laughs> Just go, hear the ghosts. Fuck it out. Oh my god. Oh, but it looks like it's it looks the like perfect a good room. shape. It's yeah. everything's. I, I can't remember. Personality. Remember they had that one uh, female doorman who would oh, just um, who just used to fuck Anya. it. <laughs> Anita, Anita, Anita. Anita. Fucking put people in yeah. headlocks. Yeah, she was. She did not fuck around. She did not fuck around, did she? She's lovely. Anita. The blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's great. She's I lovely. loved Anita. She, she always made like. Well. She was always just dead sound. Yeah. And she could twat you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You love it. Yeah. yeah. Jamali, I didn't. I, I I didn't want to make that a fancy thing because I didn't. But yeah, like that is yeah. your bill was a uh, Malcolm Head. You, Tom Joe, Little, and Joe Sutherland. Joe Sutherland, that's the name. Joe Sutherland, it. I had, I had, it, yeah. I had it on the. Shout out to Joe. Big respect. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot him. No, no, no. I, uh, Speak to you later. I'll give you a call. <laughs> See you at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I'm going shit with names. Who's here. the guy that you. We've got. We, we're going to talk about some other stuff. Carl's got some bits, but yeah, sure, sure. who's the guy that you see on a bill and you go, like Adam did with Wozniak and go, fuck. I have. Do you know, I don't have that, but I do have the bad luck omens. You know, those oh, ones. Every time oh, I yeah. see him, I bomb. Oh, that's so funny. Jeff Anderson. Yeah. Every time I see Jeff, <laughs> if he's in the room, I die. I don't know what it is about. I'll be killing a week and then Jeff will be, and I'll just die. <laughs> like I think he's, he's my bad luck charm. He's they, a good comic. It's not that he's a bad comic. No, no, he's no, no, a no, fucking no. great it's, comic. It's not nothing to do with that. He's a great comic, but I'm just saying it just, it's just bad luck for me. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. he's there, it's just my bad luck. I just seem to always die when he's there. And um, Dane for a long time, I would always die. If that if I was on the Dane Baptiste, it's just it's just your bad luck, you know my yeah. bad luck charm. It's just every for whatever reason it was like a omen. Yeah, I know what you mean. To some Have you got any of them where you just gig with them and you like? I've been someone's. Uh, Dan Evans from Brighton has literally had him turn up in a dressing room and go, "Oh God, oh I never have a good one when you're here." You're like, <laughs> "Hiya, mate. <laughs> nice no, to see you." Like, I, I like both of those dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Dana called it, but it's just for whatever reason. It's just it was just bad luck. It was just not my night when it happened. I don't know why, man, but it's just that weird. Uh, I don't have that, but I've told you before. I have that with York as a town. Yeah, York can just Yorkie eat town. a bag of fucking dicks. You as far what, as I'm concerned, you know, you know, you know what my town is Oswald Twistle. <laughs> oh yeah, the Manford's gig. <laughs> that fucking. Place. You, you How many times say, have you done yeah. Oswald Twistle? <laughs> Once, and because it, it was that bad. Yeah, but that's not you a bogey hit? town. You that's, had a bad gig. No, I've done York ten times and took a fucking beating ten times. Have you, have you been Oswald Twistle? <gasps> no, you haven't been. I yeah, see. Then that's why. That's why you don't. Oh, know. Lancaster as well. 
The, the, I, I'm not good at Have you got a problem with historic northern towns yeah. that have like named their county? Yeah. Right, okay. I, like, I, like Lancaster, that Sunday gig in Lancaster, <sighs> I just get fucking slapped every time I do it. Last and time I did it, you were meant to be doing it and you had like a car breakdown and I was like, brilliant, that's worked out great. And about eight minutes in, I was like, fuck you, Adam, and fuck your broken car. Because yeah. I basically ate my balls instead of you eating your balls. I did that gig with Jamie Sutherland comparing, Alan Cochran opening, me in the middle, and Gary. Delaney closing oh, and we Bill. all died on our asses. now I'm sorry <laughs> that's not our fault it's not all it can't be all of no, you no you can't have a bill like that like it's just not possible for that bill to collectively decide to be shit about, that night there's a thing about that dying in silence like I don't mind going down in flames like I don't mind everyone being like fuck you and like you know, <laughs> yeah the Blues Brothers moment yeah but, yeah, yeah I'm good with that more. like I love that but like I love it but I can deal with that but when it's just that and just we don't want to hear it silence that's just yeah that's like just that's disappointment when you hear someone clear their throat when you <clears throat> i remember i did leads and it was so bad that i had to do half an hour and i was doing my closing bit and i looked at my watch and i was 10 minutes in and i was already doing my clothes well <laughs> rushing through bits where it's just all dying and then <laughs> i ended up doing crowd surfing i said i said who wants to see me crowd surfing and i was like not really <laughs> and I didn't I jumped in the crowd and there was these two girls that were there and they went Ugh! and they both jumped to the side yeah, and brilliant. I just kind of <laughs> like the out. opening scene of School of Rock <laughs> yeah. just Jack Black just yeah, face yeah. black died and I broke your ankle oh, no. yeah it was fucking horrible there's some the, the, the passage of time when you're having a bad gig yeah. it's just like yeah. it's yeah. literally so like time slows it's, down it's, it's when you get that really bad one you can feel the tingle in the back of your throat and you're I remember one. I did this show in Rotterdam. It was my first international show, and I and I and I, the first and the, the so I had these two sets in the same venue. The first one went all right. Then after one of them, uh, Tom Rhodes gave me a joint, and I was blasted. Tom yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a legendary name. And he gave me a blunt, and I was blasted. And I went back on stage. I'm doing my act, and I'm just dying. And I'm high, so paranoia is kicking in, and I'm dying. <sighs> And I look out in the crowd and it was the same people from the last show and I'm just doing the same jokes. And, and I didn't realize. And then where I'm high, if I was sober, I would have been like, oh, I've done the same bits and done side. But where I'm, where I'm high, I'm just like anxiety. And I can, you know, like that old school fear that's in your stomach. And yeah. It tastes like a battery. And I was just like. <sighs> and apparently Dutch audiences will just go, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, we don't think this is funny. So yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. going to shit here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll so, stare at you. I've heard they don't laugh. Yeah, they do now. Yeah, they never. When I first started going there, <laughs> they didn't. But I think now with the internet, they started laughing. But they right. will just like it's it's notorious. Like you'll do a show and it will go bad, and they will come off stage and they will quote jokes back to you. Yeah, They'll be like oh, I love that bit you did about yeah, because they come from cabaret, so I think they think it's rude to make noise. Right. Wow. Okay. So they sort of like you know they watch cabaret where it's like comedy and music. So their whole thing is like we'll watch a show. Yeah. The and culture they, of a crowd is a weird thing. They love a premise. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, if you have a good premise, they clap a premise. They go, oh, that's a oh, we want to hear where this goes. They, the punchlines, they have no interest in. <laughs> I, I, I see, that's weird, because I got to New Zealand 12 years ago, and I was all, like, observation, caricature, and, like, they love a punchline. Yeah. I was watching the guys who were like, that's a joke, that's a joke, and they were like, hey, hey, we get it. That they fucking yeah, love the jokes, yeah, yeah. and I quickly realised I I had to really start stop fucking around and get to what I was calling the punchline. Yeah. It's a weird cultural do think, thing. Do you think New Zealand is worth that travel in terms of a city? 
Like in terms of a country, is it worth flying all that way when you get there? Do you feel like? Yeah, I feel like when I go to New uh, Zealand yeah. for a twenty-four hour flight, I go. I know, I know, I know what you mean because <laughs> it's not twenty-four hours. Door to door, it's forty-eight. Okay, because yeah. I was like, I lived in Chester at the time. This is ten years ago. I had to get the train to Manchester, connecting flight to London, yeah. London to Sydney. Then you connect from Sydney to oh, or, it's London or, to Dubai, then Sydney. Isn't it? Yeah, of course. Longer, and you yeah, stop yeah. in Dubai for the weird, like I'm yeah. not slept, and I'm like <laughs> yeah. eating a cheeseburger at yeah. five in the morning, and. <laughs> And I, when I was 10 years in and did it for the first time, it was one of the best things I'd ever yeah. done. I'm not talking about the comedy festival. I, I loved I, I loved it. Yeah. But I went again and had another good time. And then I went the year after. So I went in like yeah. consecutive years. Yeah. And that third time, because I'd done it the year before, I was like, yeah, I'd rather be in Widness or Warrington. Because <laughs> like, then it becomes a bit yeah. of a schlep. Like it's I, not something you do every time. I like. know this is like old hat as well, but I feel like once you've been in Australia, you get it. The same way when you, if you like the same way with me in Canada, I've been America. I get what you're doing, right? You know what I'm saying? I no? mean, they would vehemently argue I don't that understand point. That, but it's like once you've been to France, you get Belgium. You get it. <laughs> I get what you're doing. Is that I'm what you're like in Rotterdam? You're like, well, <laughs> yeah. well that's me yeah. done Italy. It's no, good no, as, no, 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 yeah, yeah, I know, no, I know. But like, you know, but Rotterdam, it's like I've been Amsterdam. I get what you're doing in Rotterdam. I don't need to see at this point. Just you know what I'm yeah. saying, no, and I feel like that. For me, New Zealand Kiwis is are that. particularly sound, though. Like it's a like yeah, I got Australians there and are, I uh, fucking love them. Like they they're so sound, yeah. and I and I had a great time. But I I know what you mean. It's a long old journey yeah. to, to just as well. The first night we went out, do you remember Mickey D, Australian yeah. comic? He's like, <laughs> you're in the yeah. you're in the fucking you're in fucking Auckland. You're gonna have a fucking great time. You're like, yeah, you're dead excited, but you haven't slept properly for yeah, two days yeah, yeah. and your body clocks off. And we were out. We go, let's get fucking shots. And you're like, hey, and I fell asleep. Propped up. I wasn't even like sat properly. Yeah. I was like, and I fell asleep mid bar. He's like, ah, you dickhead. Fucking, that's a See, bit of jet lag. And then you're out again. See, what, one argument I have to that is that you're going to New Zealand with some of the funniest people in the world, right? If you just went on holiday to New Zealand, would you be happy with this? That's city? his question. Oh. You're, you're mistaken. Is he's, he's saying as a country? Oh, as a country. I'm not shooting the festival. The shit oh, mate, great. I, my, is my New Zealand worth two days? Oh, you think I'm not shooting on the festival? I love the festival. My I'm whole experience is the 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 classic comedy club in Auckland, yeah, yeah. Wellington, where you yeah, stay yeah, in that yeah, amazing yeah. art house hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't see New Zealand out of the, the okay, prism okay, of bad. that festival, okay. but yet New Zealand seems sound. It seems sound, but Wales is nice. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't, yeah, yeah. Isn't it beautiful <laughs> mountains and that, a very relaxed sorry, time? So like, that's the point of the bit I was making. Is the terms oh. of, I wasn't about the festival, and I love the festival, and I love doing comedy oh, there. Totally I wasn't right. shitting on the sorry, festival. Mate. Please book me back. But I, was saying, <laughs> I, I live in Chester. I'm an hour and a half from <laughs> yeah. some of the nicest mountains in Snowdonia. Yeah. It's just that I don't know. I just I feel like <laughs> some places I go there and I go, oh, it's yeah. far. And yeah. I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, like, yeah. Australia, I get. Yeah. Once I've been, you know, New Zealand is like, I, you know, I didn't need the extra yeah. flight for that. I think it'd be easy if you got to fly business class as well. Because yeah, giving yourself a wedding upgraded. Uh, not to Australia, but yeah, to, to the Middle East. Yeah. And that just ruined the flight back. Yeah. I don't oh, really? Oh, mate, me and oh, who was it? Um, Just a, a comic that I didn't know well. But again, you're on a foreign trip. So you're like... It, Evans Simon Evans yeah. who's like hello I'm a fucking Tory dad but as soon as he boys on tour he's a great laugh He, we got a Gulf Air they were like oh we're going to upgrade you he was like fucking spot on <laughs> he, he, he looked right. like he'd been upgraded every flight of his life 
I look like the bell end who shouldn't <laughs> be there. But he acted like he acted like how you and Carl would act. He was like, oh, fuck, there's free cake. <laughs> I just kept eating cake. And then he watched a Bollywood film from start to finish. And I was sat next to him. I was like, are you watching a Bollywood film? He was like, it's absolutely fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> it was great fun. We went, we did a Forces gig. And on oh. the way back, we were, like, uh, we were both like, please upgrade us again. Please upgrade. Because when you've flown like 72 hours before business class the thought of going like in the back fucking the bus <laughs> yeah. and it was the time of year where uh, everyone had been going to Mecca and so it was the Mecca bingo the Mecca crew <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the famous <laughs> Saudi, Saudi Arabian Mecca there was some fucking big crowds for that bingo so there's something called uh, what's it called Mecca flu get it or right something. yeah <laughs> I think it's called foreign Pronounce. something. I think Mecca it's called flu. Mecca flu, where all these Muslims from around the world come and bring their fucking coughs and splutters and colds in into wisdom, one space. Yeah. Then they're it. They're at the Mecca, and then they do the fucking walking around the thing, the bingo. Oh, the cabal, yeah, yeah, yeah the cabal, yeah, nice one. Someone's worked for Vice, and then go around, <laughs> and they literally just give each other the cough, and on the flight back. It was the so far from the <laughs> we're eating cake, we're watching Bollywood films, we're lying back. It was just me surrounded by a load of Muslim people coughing like fuck. It was horrible. It was just it just ruined the flight back. Yeah. That you're looking at me like I'm saying something terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel. Yeah. Don't I you don't try know, and cancel me, motherfucker. I'm just yeah. I'm just Are wondering you why. Cough or Muslims? Yeah, yeah, the that's Muslims. What <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you want to like, be? That, no. It sounds like if it was white people coughing, you go okay. Yeah, well, yeah, you said the word Muslim so much there that it was like that was part of the problem. <laughs> like we get it, no Muslims, Not all yeah. of it. It was just it was weighing on your mind. Bloody Muslims coughing. Uh, we're gonna. Can we go back? You don't get this at Lords. Uh, There's no I'll fucking Lords fountain flu. I'll give you. I'll give you a clean edit. Um, there's just loads of really good people, and I felt like there was great diversity. Carry on. <laughs> Carl, have you got anything? Have you got any features? <laughs> the fuck do we follow? And and the ode to comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have. Hang on, sorry. Um, right, so this is from Keenan. Uh, it's following on from the sleep eating, sleep walking thing. Remember what we did a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Doing remember. stuff when you sleep. Okay. You really have an amazing, like, it's a kind of a skill, isn't it? Once I'm like, done with an episode, once I leave today, I will forget everything we've spoke about. Yeah, and then people write in like, "Do you remember when you talked about that rabbit that you ran over when you were seven? Like, oh, it's eight days ago." <laughs> so uh, he said, basically, uh, him and his missus have found out he's got sex omnia. So like insomnia, sex omnia. Is that a real thing? I, I don't know. It sounds like an excuse. I think it does. Sounds like a. Uh, Go on, hang on. So he's what's he saying? Sex om like yeah. insomnia is you can't oh, sleep. Let me read it. So we're basically <laughs> while we're <laughs> while we're both asleep, I'll wake up. In quotation marks, marks, start playing with my missus and wake her up and have sex. Okay, so we wake her up, they have sex. First of all, sound missus, by the way. Normal sex. Not on funky, he said. Uh, but then he'll fall asleep and wake up in the morning and not remember. Wow. Uh, so he has, like, sleep sex. He says, for context, uh, we found out, she said, last night was amazing and he hasn't got a fucking clue what she's going on about. Uh, I didn't know what you say about this, but I thought it'd be an interesting, funny topic. Sex omnia. It it's actually, it sounds like he's not doing a bit. He sounds like he's genuinely going, this is a thing. Yeah. So what's the question? It isn't a question. Oh. So it's what? just a follow-up on sleep eating. Oh. 
So we sleep, we sleep fox. Is it is it possible that like you sort of wake up a little bit, have a horn, have sex, but then go back to sleep straight after? To have no memory of it. That's that's the strange part, isn't it? Also, it make cub camp really fucking dangerous, wouldn't it? Like, tent B got a bit rapey. Mm. Do you, do you reckon like a nonce in? could get off of this? Like you know, if he was in, on trial, sleep nonsense. Just like hard. Sleep nonsense. I, I don't remember this. So would it happen with like? Would people, he pass a lie detector? People killed people in their sleep and have not got off with it but like been put into like mental institutions and shit what got manslaughter yeah sleep oh. sleep murder yeah someplace in America I don't know sleep nonsense I don't know yeah I'm just yeah. wondering what no. that stand up in have court have you seen the fall no was it about sleep nonsense <laughs> <laughs> it should be because that should be made <laughs> it's your serial killer we just had sleep a pitch meeting we just had a big pitch meeting right now <laughs> sleep nonsense <laughs> I'm yeah, because my- I like. I'll be honest. I'm probably not going to get the travel show where I get to go to Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's now off the table. It's a serial killer who kills loads of women and then loses his memory. And like, should he be tried or not? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he should. Oh mate, he's got no recollection. No, Let him go. He's got no. He's got no capacity to defend himself. Doesn't matter. Well, he sh- did do it. He shouldn't be free though, should he? No, but that's not how trials work, is it? He, sh- he shouldn't be free though, just because you can't remember something. Totally, but their argument is we can't argue that we didn't do it because I can't fucking remember if I did or not. No, that you, no, you can't do that. It's like me going down the pub and having too many, and it's like, oh, like, there's ten people killed. Ah, I was pissed, didn't it? And everyone goes, yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I legend. always like, I it. <laughs> that fifth pint. I always go with fucking. That's insane. Of course, he should be tried. It is a TV show. Yeah, of course it is. But I feel, I feel like um, you, that's it. Sounds quite dangerous. Fucking people in your sleep without remembering though. Oh, consent. Yeah, it sounds. It does sound like he's fu- waking it up and she's a bit of a horn dog and she's like, I'll yeah. fucking game for anything, me. Yeah, she yeah. she comes out of this story looking like an absolute champ. Well, what do you reckon would happen if you did wife. this to Laura? To Laura, first of all, I'd have to sleepwalk from my room in the spare room <laughs> to her bed. So already she'd be suspicious. And then she's 14 weeks pregnant, so I don't think it'd go well. I'd have to get over her pregnancy pillow and then round her fucking like, and then be like, babe. And then I think is then I'd get an elbow to the face. What about like I if think. she wasn't preggers though? Not, and you're not trying, it's just general time. The kid's five now, Etta's 21. Right? Some fucking old <laughs> Yo, whacking there. numbers out here, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a time traveller. <laughs> yeah. She's Doctor Who. But you're, you, you're in bed together, you've slept together because one of you. It like, has happened. Yeah. It has happened where. What? You've. Fu- in, the, in the night, I've just yeah. woken up and I've been like, God, I fucking yeah. love her. The thing is, when you really love someone. You like the fucking smell of them, don't you? I know that sounds a bit aggressive, yeah, but yeah. when you're lying next to your missus, you're like, oh, fucking well, it come is, here. It's um, pheromones and yeah. chemicals and shit. But they say that like there's a certain points of the night where your testosterone's the highest, so you probably have a higher... It's like why you wake up with a hard dick is because your testosterone's higher in the morning. So that's why you wake up with a boner. Because so you've had a, a, a suppression of it in the night, and then it's... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't mind suppression, but it, I know that that's the reason you get a boner in the morning is because your testosterone levels... And that's me being very basic. No, yeah, it's I don't true. know. I, I Same with alcohol. Yeah. Same with alcohol. If you yeah. you don't get a boner, like alcohol suppresses your testosterone. Oh, okay, okay. So when you you know when you're hungover the, mor- the morning you feel horny. It's because you've had so long of I'm your sh- testosterone I'm- being suppressed, and then yeah. you in your most rancid state, like ah oh, fucking, you've got like I just want to bang something, and no one wants to even look at you. you. How often do you get fucking morning? Most mornings. What? Yeah, most mornings. Most mornings, yeah, done. I'm yeah, yeah I'm no, a- <laughs> most mornings. <laughs> 
<laughs> right now, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. I've, yeah, well, I'm. How old are you? You my age, isn't 28. it? Twenty eight. Yeah, so we're still at our peak yeah, of yeah. testosterone. How old are you? One hundred and four. One hundred and four. <laughs> how old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, can we fire the question on him? The fifty quid or the? Oh yes. All right. Oh, I'm very excited. But, uh, mate, touche today. Touche. Okay. <laughs> I nearly did it. So, would you rather, yeah. right, every morning when uh-huh. you wake up, uh-huh. you get 50 quid, uh-huh. or every morning when you wake up, you get a blowjob? No Quick. questions asked. You don't yeah. have to do anything. You just get to lay back and enjoy it. Who's giving me the blowjob? No, so, the caveat dream was woman. your dream woman comes yeah. into your room. She either gives you a blowjob or she gives you 50 pounds. And it's firehead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, also, like, you, I know you're in a relationship, but for some reason, your girlfriend's just fine with it. So oh, yeah, it's, like, it's, oh, it's, I don't care for, I don't It's care a part of the thing. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll, I'll show her just this, this, this clip. <laughs> like, baby, sue it out. Right? This is, so I'm just letting you know if this potential happens. <laughs> so, what out. are you taking? I'll probably take the blowjob. Yeah! It's 18 uh, grand a year, though. How much? 18,000 pounds a year. Yeah, but. Tax free. But that, yeah. Every morning. But then, is, but. As well is do I have because it might be a morning I'm just not in the mood. No, see, oh no, oh, she still ping bongs. It's you either have the blowjob forever or the money forever. You can't go today. And if I have fifty pounds, can I still get blowjobs? Yeah. Oh, I take the fifty pound then because I can still get blowjobs. I, I would want to say I yes! get yes. Uh, Fuck off, Adam. Right answer. There the you go. Yeah. I don't think you ever wait. I've I've never like been receiving a blowjob and being like, I wish this wasn't happening. No, 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 no. But have you never been in the mood for like for whatever reason you might have had a shit day or whatever and you're just not in the mood to have sex? Or are you are you always in the mood? Not in the morning though. Are you always ready to go in the morning? Yeah. You Every morning. morning. I- yeah. Every morning. Yeah. Hungover. More feeling so, ill. Yeah, more so hungover. So you get you get COVID, right? Got, you're got, like you literally and then you're like oh god it's really heavy on my chest and fucking I should have taken it more serious coronavirus bing bong here comes fucking dream girl like don't give a shit you said a blowjob you're like, oh, yeah. fit, but then oh, see nah see, I, I don't know if I'm leaning the other way who's your dream girl Jamali like f- celebrity or actress or <laughs> do you know what I've gone through so many phases Who's your current phase? I don't know. I, I, do you know what? I'm so I don't really know pop culture. Yeah. So do you, you don't so, have to. He could be like no, 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 no. But I understand what you're saying. But right. I don't know the pop- Queen, circa 1953. <laughs> I don't really know pop culture enough to throw a name of reference. To be honest, or Kat Dealey or Misty from Pokemon. They were my two. <laughs> I might say, was that a question for Misty? Is <laughs> Misty? Is that one with the big lips? No, she's Ash's boy, Ash's mate. Like the I think uh, she's like 14. The water out. trainer. Yeah, she was then. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon's old now, like no, you you're invest, not even asleep. You, you invest early. He's <laughs> like, I see potential. She was also a cartoon. What? She was also a cartoon. Oh, there's nothing wrong with imagination. You fucking idiot. Who's who's like the who's like who's like the like Margot Margot Robbie well, for people my age, Helen Mirren. But who's the banging? <laughs> who's like the big babes right now though? Like I don't know what Margot the, Robbie. Who? Margot Robbie. Nah, she's, she's in... about 33 though isn't she yeah so, what about that do you know do you, do you, is that too young or too old no nah, I'm just saying surely there's like hotter hotter younger stop being so ageist oh, you're disgusting God. at times you know you're a I, don't, rat. I don't um, <laughs> I don't know any like younger ones really like yeah, Margaret Robbie she's mad she, so, the, okay I can't believe anyone can look at a picture of Margaret Robbie and go <laughs> no 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 no, no. See, these are different. there's a real difference though yeah and this is I think of preference right is I can I can appreciate she's Beautiful, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she's like. No, she's not. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Wolf there's, of there's Wall women, Street did her the world yeah. of good. There's women that are not. 
that I that I this okay sw- like you know you go Sweden you go wow they're beautiful women but they're very clinical there's no oh okay. you know oh, you, you like, like a little like an edge he yeah. likes that okay I I I've put, I summed up like this I like a uh, <laughs> late afternoon to an early evening stripper. Does <laughs> that I'm saying though? Like a late afternoon to yeah, an early. You're evening. not bothered about Saturday night headliners. No, 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 no. So it's like it's not a cheap lap dance, but it's affordable. And I think that's the <laughs> peak. Yeah. You want the one that's had to sort out childcare to get yeah, tits out? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Dan yeah. likes them to look like is porn searches or not like classical he's sort of on the same vibe you like to look like they might not have brushed their teeth or something I'm a, you know like I'm a, I, I, genuinely I'd like to find my f- porn on like Facebook marketplace I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I want f- I want some realism yeah yeah yeah, 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 oh, yeah we've yeah. got a fucking cabinet to sell and look yeah, at yeah, Jill's yeah. tits like, I, think, I, think there is, I think there is something attractive about uh, 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 realness and reality because I think some of these you know sort of women that are sort of look fake is kind of like but I'm never going to see that in reality Yes, I'm saying yes. Less. that's what I'm about. And I think there's a difference between, you know, beautiful. This is some like attainable. No, like attainable. It's that thing of like, because like beautiful she, and sexy. Are yes, beautiful yeah. and sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are two different things. Also, the supermodels are aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, but Scarlett Johansson is stunning. She's got an amazing figure, and she's incredibly talented. Like, who's that? Um, like, there's more to. There's more going on. Who's that? I love. Who's a Latino actress? Sorry, Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. <laughs> she was my first. Was she a, was my first. That was love. a valid point. <laughs> what, what happened? What was the point? He's just ripping the shit out of me. What is that? For being a nun. It was like you were talking about someone you're in love with. He went. He went. Yeah. So it, you know, all these supermodels are amazing, but Scarlett Johansson is beautiful and she's really talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a bit shout out. Yeah, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie is attractive, but they're she's gonna a bit there. rough. Yeah, gonna, uh? She looks like she could, you could see her in the fucking run corner Asda with trackies on. She's got a bit scally about her. That, that, I, don't see, I just think she's very clinical. She's very... You go like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like Eva Mendes then, yeah? Yeah. She was my first. Like, she's, yeah, I think Eva Mendes is like, you look at Eva and go, God, that... Like, she's not maybe as like um, um, what you would... You know, if you if you had a scientific graft of what pretty is in terms of a symmetrical face... Sexy, and sexy. Blah, 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 yeah. Not having beauty spots, but she's sexy. My yeah. first one... Saying, that's the point yeah. I'm making. She's a lesbian, actually, is um, the girl from SWAT. Have you seen the film SWAT? No, no, With no. Colin Farrell? No. Oh, you've you seen it? That classic. It's not Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> It is Colin Farrell. Yeah, she's, she's not what, even a lesbian. What's her name? Uh, Lena Esco. Let's see. That doesn't sound. Do like you know it. what my my absolute favorite? Bobby Mayer. She got like a bowl head. No. Uh, is it Stephanie Sigmund? No, she's like we... Colombian or something. Yeah, Are so we doing Wank Bank now? Lena that... Esco sounds very South American, doesn't it? No, it's not here. Oh God. <laughs> this is fire. This bit. <laughs> As we Google fucking it is Adam, women, it is. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not Lena Esco. Well, you don't know what it is. How you doing, mate? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Mate, this one has hit the height, like, all episode. And then we've just slightly gone off the rails at the end. As Michelle Adam's like, Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah, yeah. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, wait, anyway, she seems like she would SWAT. be in SWAT, though, to be Can fair. Can you pop her up, yeah, she's Carl, on the video, just oh, so well. people get the satisfaction oh. of knowing yeah. she's attractive? Yeah, I'm in love with her. And She'd I smash your head in air as well. Yeah, Batia. Like you wouldn't get it back. Yeah. Uh, should we call that a pod? Because that has been. <laughs> Let's call this a podcast. It's been a beauty, Jamali. Yeah. That has been. That has been phenomenal. Okay. I've loved that. It's been very, very good. Have you had any shit ones though? 
Yeah, we've had a couple. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, we'll All tell right. you. Okay, we'll cool. tell you. We'll tell you once that camera goes off and oh, that great, great. button goes green. Um, <laughs> if you really enjoy this stuff, there's an extra episode every single week on patreon.com slash have a weird part. We've got new merch coming soon. Go and check Jamali out everywhere. It's Jamali Maddox, J-A-M-A-L-I-M-A-D-D-I-X. Did I nail that? Yep, and oh, I've got a podcast coming out where I'm recording it with my friend in prison. Okay. What? So he's in prison and I'm going to record a podcast. So that's going to come out this year. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah Boring. That's going to be this year. That's going to be amazing. What are you calling it? Do you know? Now we ain't, we ain't worked out the name yet, but it's going to be out this year. Call it Reverse Charge. Re- yeah. I don't pitch me in. Oh, I like that. That's actually really good. That's yeah, not like a bad that. one. Thank you. Well, that makes up for the uh, Muslim racism. <laughs> <laughs> I think you Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs>